0: You are listening to The Whole Half with Anna the Holy Banana. My goal is to keep it real by sharing it all and holding space for others to do the same. And welcome back to the Whole Half Podcast. My name is Anna, the Holy Banana, and I am bringing you a topic that a lot of you have asked about, and that is actually transitioning my dog onto a whole food diet. So, this is something that I wanted to do for a really long time, um, but for one reason or another, it kept being postponed. So, I finally did this like two weeks ago. I Actually, no. Probably like a month ago, I started this process again, um, and I'll talk about the first time I did it. But I started it again, and this time it's gone really well. And he's almost fully transitioned. I think I have probably two or three more days of transitioning him, and then he's pretty much there. And it's gone really smooth. His stools are normal. He his energy is up. He's not starving like he's not begging for food crazy amounts so I know that we're on the right track now something that I'll talk about a little later is how important it is um to keep an eye on that like I'm not going to just feed him the same thing and bank on that like I'm definitely going to keep an eye on this as I continue to transition him fully but I wanted to give some pointers and answer some questions that you asked me in my stories the other day so here I go I'm going to dive right into it. So to give you a little bit of a backstory, I wanted to start this back in summer of 2022 when I went animal-based. I just felt so much better and not that I'm feeding him entirely animal-based. I guess kind of I am, but I just I know how crappy dog food can be and I'm so passionate about feeding my family real food that he is included in that and I don't love that I'm feeding him dog food that's just kibble off of the shelf that is um like just not the best you know like I wouldn't want to eat that every single day so I started looking into it right when I wanted to transition him we were driving to Colorado and we were going to be away for three weeks and I did not know how to source the food that I needed to in order to transition him while traveling and so I postponed it and then after that I moved and we were going through the process of um taking care of Mike's dog Luke who was four, over 14 years old and he wound up being put down that following spring after traveling to Colorado so that was a couple months of craziness that I just didn't have the energy to put into that because I was going back and forth from my place to Mike's place and there was just so much going on it was hard to commit to then after that was we went pretty much right into like summer vacation um times this past summer and then right into, we went to Disney in September. So it was just like, and I know that that sounds like really solid excuses and really it is, but I didn't want to transition him and then put maybe like a week or two into transition, put him on someone when we were going to be out of town. I wanted to wait until we were really going to be home for a good stretch so that we could monitor him and keep an eye on him. Now, I'll say I did actually try to transition him over this summer once we got home from vacation, and I think he just had something going on with his stomach at the time separate from the food because... I remember giving him a little bit of something to try to transition him onto it, and he just, like, his stomach was whack. But then when I put him on to his kibble to, like, kind of reset things, his stomach was still whack, and he was having really bad stools and um, bowel movements, so I put him on chicken and rice, which that's something that you bank on with dogs when their stomach is upset and they won't stop having diarrhea. But even that, like he just kept having issues, and it was probably a good week or two before he was pooping normal. And so I was just kind of traumatized from that. And I was like, I am not going to try to change his food situation for a little while. I don't know what's going on. And I didn't want to mess with his food too much. So, come, let me see, late September of this year, his whole routine had very much normalized. We were walking consistently he was pooping consistently he was doing great and I was like you know what I'm just gonna try this but I was a little nervous to go straight to whole food because that's what I did before and his stomach freaked out like I said I think there were underlying things going on where maybe he got into something that I don't know about in the woods and that caused him to be off too but I um didn't go full-fledged from kibble to whole food I did kind of like an in-between step. And just so you know, he was on the blue buffalo adult dog food. That's what he was on beforehand. And since he was a puppy, he was on the puppy version. And then he went on to that adult version. It's like a dark blue um, accent to the blue buffalo bag. That's what he was eating. And then in late September, I bought, a, we have a Hannaford here and I bought Fresh Pet. I was looking in the dog food section one day and I read the ingredients in this Fresh Pet meal and it was actually really good ingredients compared to what I expected. Like it was real food, it was um, it was beef, it was carrots, it was different types of real whole food mixed up into this almost kibble, but it had to be in the refrigerator. It was like more tender than a kibble. Um, and so I what I did was I transitioned him from his kibble to this fresh pet food because I wanted to get him onto something better but not go full ham into the whole food because I was nervous. So it took me probably about a week to get him fully transitioned onto fresh pet, and all I did was go from so he does a cup and a half of he did a cup and a half of kibble in the morning and a couple of cup and a half in the evening um just side note over last winter he put on a couple pounds he got very chonky and um i didn't want to change his diet because of that that i knew was exercise but also <laughs> we figured out that um when we would go to bed loyo would go downstairs and eat Luke's food. When we were still, when Mike was still at his place, and we were there caring for Luke, Luke wasn't really able to eat unless we helped him, so we would have to hold him up to eat his food. I miss Luke. This is going to make me sad talking about, but it's okay. I want to share with you why Loyo got a little chonky, because that's the comic relief in this situation. <laughs> but we kept, like... We thought Luke was, we didn't figure out yet that Luke couldn't really eat without us. We didn't know that he couldn't because when we would wake up in the morning, we'd go down and his food would be gone. We were like, oh, he ate. And then we'd give him breakfast and we'd help him. But like, we thought that he was fine to eat on his own. So poor thing, this whole time, he wasn't eating one of his meals a day. Loya was. So we figured out that, and Mike figured this out because one night he had like insomnia and he heard him sneak down. eat his food and then come back up. So like he was waiting till he thought we were asleep. He'd sneak down, eat Luke's food and then come back up to bed. So we figured this out probably in like January, February of this year. So 2023, which means that this had been going on probably for like three, four months at this point. Um, so that wasn't good. Loyo definitely had gotten really chonky. He, um, was eating upwards of six cups a day. That means because he got his three cups and then Luke got his three cups and we found out Loya was eating his three cups. So he was eating about six cups of food a day. Now, again, I didn't want to transition him onto a whole food diet because he was chonky. That wasn't the reasoning. I knew I could totally have him shed some weight. I was worried about his knees. Um, The vet told me that Golden Retrievers, especially when they have like zoomies and they run around and they have so much extra weight on them, it's easy for them to blow a knee and like um blow an ACL. So that's what I was fearful of with his weight. But I just knew the quality of kibble, like, ugh. I, I just wanted to get him off of that. So after we went through that with Luke, we figured that out. We would then pick up his food at night. So that issue resolved. Um, and then we would just put it back down and help him in the morning eat his food and make sure Loyo didn't get it. Um but then in the summer, I tried to transition him, it was not, succe- not successful, and then in the fall, like I said, I went to Fresh Pet. So I just wanted to, like, backtrack and tell you <laughs> Loyal's little story about how we figured out he was eating six cups a day. Anyway, he was, so I was talking about cups. So we give him a cup and a half, we gave him a cup and a half of kibble in the morning and a cup and a half at night. And so what I did was when I was transitioning him onto fresh pet, I would sub in maybe like a quarter cup of the kibble for a quarter cup fresh pet each time. So I would take like a day or two to increase. So i do so like that first day that I started him, I did like a cup and a quarter of kibble and then a quarter of fresh fresh pet. I'd wait for that to like really settle into his system where I watched his stools come like completely normalize. And then I would go to a cup of kibble and a half cup of Fresh Pet. And so I slowly transitioned him like that. You never want to go like half and half. You want to like slowly transition and add something in, whatever you're adding to their diet. So I did that, got him fully onto Fresh Pet. Then I did that for probably three to four weeks. And then once my fall retreat wrapped up, because again, I was going to be leaving him with Mike. His schedule was going to be wonky. I didn't want him to... Um, I say leaving with Mike as if he was a babysitter. I I still very much like do most of the loyal work, meaning like I walk him and I feed him. Mike definitely helps. And I'm very comfortable leaving him with him. But I just didn't want like mom was gone. His routine was going to be a little off that weekend. So I didn't want to just throw him into a new diet on top of it all. So I waited till I got back. And what I did to start transitioning him was the same thing that I did with the kibble to the fresh pet. I went from fresh pet to first subbing. All I did was there's this. So, there's this raw pet mixture that I can get from my meat vendor, Mace Chasm. They're a farm out near where I go to the dairy every week to get my raw milk. And they have a stand. So, if you're in the Lake Placid area, this is accessible to you. They have a stand that you can go buy this raw pet mixture. And it comes frozen. It's, I want to say, a quart. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a quart. Yes, it's a quart. <laughs> I'm confident in my answer. And it's only $6. But it is um, all of like the awful from their butchery. So kind of like the, um, the chicken innards, the organs, the like all of that stuff ground up that <laughs> I eat because there's liver and heart and um, all that kind of kidney and all that kind of stuff in there. But most of the things that they would typically throw out when they are butchering up their animals and uh, packaging them for selling. So they take that, they grind it up, and that's their raw pet mixture, and it comes frozen. So I... Sorry if you just heard that message. I forgot to quit out of my messages. I'm going to do that right now so that doesn't happen again. Anyway, so I got one of these containers of the raw pet mixture. And that's all I started to introduce into his diet from a fresh pet. I didn't go fully transition into that because I don't want his diet to only be raw meat. I want it to be other things as well. Like you have to supplement other things for vitamins or minerals and all that stuff. Um, so what I did, and at first I was really overwhelmed by this. Like I, when I tried to do this a while back, I was a little overwhelmed. I didn't even talk about this when I was in my uh, apartment probably over a year ago. I before we even went to Colorado, I did actually try to do this. I was buying this raw pet mixture, but I was really I didn't really know how to do quantities and stuff. I forgot about this. I didn't know how to do quantities. I was nervous. I wasn't feeding him enough. I think I wound up feeding him too much of this stuff and it just it wasn't um, sustainable the way I was doing it. It was very expensive, and so that's when I was like, you know, I can't keep doing this when we go to Colorado, so I am going to just, like, put him back on his food, and I'll deal with this later. So I completely forgot that I had tried that one more time. Anyway, so I have this raw pet mixture. The first thing that I did was, all I did was give him his normal fresh pet, but instead of giving him the full cup and a half that I would give him, I would... Back off the fresh pet to about like a cup and a quarter, and then give him a little bit of the raw pet mixture. And that's all I did for a couple of days. So I subbed in what I would have been feeding him in the fresh pet quantity and gave him the raw pet mixture. So he still had the same volume of food, but it was adding in something new. And then the next day, or I would say like after like two days of that going well, I at breakfast and dinner. I added in pumpkin. So, I'm trying to make sure that I give him good carbs and this is actually something that I was I was struggling with because even when I have ever given him rice and chicken because his stomach is upset or his digestion is off, he has never done well with that. Meaning I've always seen what he's eaten in his stool. So, he isn't digesting it. The rice just literally goes straight through him. Um, same with oats, anything like that. He just doesn't digest. He is his mom's son. (laughs) LOL. I know I did not give birth to this dog. However, it's crazy how similar we are. So I was like, shoot, I don't, I don't want to give him rice. I don't want to give him oats because he doesn't seem to digest that. And if he's not digesting it, he's not getting the nutrients from actually eating it. So I... Got a can of pumpkin, just unsweetened organic pumpkin from the store. It's like $3 a can. And I just started, so the next time that I went from fresh pet and raw pet mixture, what I, when I went to add something new, all I did was take out about a tablespoon-ish. So probably, I, I don't know, probably came out to like a quarter cup um, of the fresh pet that I took out and I subbed in for... The pumpkin. So at this point, I'm down to a cup of Fresh Pet and then like a quarter-ish cup of the raw pet mixture and the pumpkin. So I'm still at a decent volume, breakfast and dinner. So what I tried to do was like the volume that I was taking out in Fresh Pet replaced with something as I'm subbing this in because Fresh Pet I can see being something that I use maybe as like a base here and there in his diet since he likes it but I would really like the majority of his food to be whole um, in the long term and honestly I'd like it to be totally whole if I can in the long run but at least there is a packaged food that I could buy like if we did have to travel that works well for him that is clean ingredients so I did Fresh Pet then raw pet mixture, then the pumpkin, and then next, what did I do next? Next, I did a little bit of kefir. So I make my own kefir. I've talked about this a lot. I make it from raw milk from the farm. So I know there's a lot of nutrients there. There's so many um, good gut bacteria in there for him, probiotics. And so all I did was, again, cut back a little bit of the fresh pet. Not a ton because I really didn't put a ton of kefir in when I did this. But I probably put in maybe like a tablespoon, so I just took a little bit of the fresh pet out so I'm not overfeeding him. And then at this point, he had fresh pet, raw pet mixture from the farm, the pumpkin, and the raw milk kefir. So all of that went super well, and I transitioned him to that over a couple days. Then I added in a little bit of chopped apple the next day. Again, took a little bit of fresh pet away. I only did that in the morning meal. I didn't do it dinner as well, um, just because, I don't know, I I feel like it's nice to change up his food once in a while, like not give him the same thing every day. You should see how exciting he excited he gets for these meals. But the apple went really well again, so that's totally something I can use in his food. And then last night was the last night that I've added something in since I started this, and so this is the point that we're at now. I cut back even more on the fresh pet. At this point I'm down to like a quarter to a half cup of fresh pet. I gave him a raw egg on top of his food with raw pet mixture, the kefir, the pumpkin, and I think I gave him a little bit of apple last night as well. Yeah. So that was his dinner. But again, I'm making it up to the volume of the fresh pet that I was feeding him before, and I keep repeating that, but it just like it really that is what my biggest anxiety was. I had no idea what quantity to feed him. But it helped me to like measure off of that first. Now I will say instead of kefir I have used yogurt here and there. Just plain yogurt. The North Country Creamery plain yogurt that I get. It's grass-fed, really awesome quality yogurt. I would not give your pet anything with flavors in it. Um, The straight, plain, if you can, grass-fed, like good locally sourced. I would not give them just like run-of-the-mill grocery store yogurt because that kind of conventional dairy is not great for humans. So I doubt it's great for pets. Um, It just can cause a lot of inflammation in the body. So. That is what Loyo's food has looked like recently. My next adventure, I'm actually out of the raw pet mixture, so tonight he'll probably get more fresh pet than I would typically give him in a meal at this point during the transition, but I don't think it's going to mess with him because it's still in there. It's just a little bit more and a little bit less of the raw pet mixture. Um, But yeah, I think for right now, these are the foods that I'm going to rely on because they're in season. They are Um, nutritious and hopefully I can transition the fresh pet out and maybe give him a little bit more of the meat a little bit more of the um of the pumpkin and just make sure that his quality quantity of food is matched and he's not getting too little but that is where I'm at and it's been going super well I would just say that the biggest things if you want to do this for your dog make sure that you are matching the quantity of food that you're giving them now um so at least in volume, they're getting at least the amount. So, and I would keep in mind that like the foods that I'm giving Loyo, like if you give your food, uh, if, you're, if you give your pet food like this, it's way more nutrient dense than the kibble. Um, So you likely are giving them more nutrients than they could get in their kibble. So, I mean, Loyo looks amazing. He's awesome. His demeanor hasn't changed a bit, but he's definitely trimmed out. I haven't, we've just been walking a lot. And maybe this diet has helped him in that sense. But he just, he's the happiest boy all the time. But he's just, he's doing really well. And I love seeing him get so excited for the food. Something that I learned was that when they leave their food, it's actually not great for them to graze throughout the day. It's kind of like humans. We're not necessarily meant to graze throughout the day. It's not great for our metabolism. We we become very, like, inflexible with our metabolism. and so it's really good to eat meals and have really nutrient-dense meals. And so with Loyo, I love seeing him get so excited about his meals because for a while there, he did just leave his food in the bowl and not eat it, and he'd eat it when he felt like it. Now, I prefer to see him eat a super nutrient-dense meal and then digest it and exercise and kind of like have a good rhythm in place. So I love seeing that in him. He clearly is thriving because he does not suffer one ounce. He's currently snoozing on the couch as I record this. Like, there's no care in the world. He's just, oh, I love him. I'm obsessed with my dog. Anyway, I wanted to share this with you. If you have any more questions, please let me know. I am happy to answer them. I can totally make another podcast on any questions you have, but I think this was a Good overview of the transition that I've had with Loyo, the couple times I tried that I failed, a couple pointers off of that. Um, Hopefully, my failure will produce more success for you because they are things that you can avoid doing when you go and do it for the first time. So, thank you for listening. Um, This one was a little bit, no, this was very on brand, (laughs) I would say. Um, I guess I haven't talked about Loyo all that much, but it's very on brand with eating well and taking care of your being and um, and honing your health into being the best version of yourself. So yeah, I hope this one was helpful. And if honing your health as the human of your pet, of your dog, um, is something that you want to work on, reach out to me because I love doing this work just like I honed in on Loyo's diet and his lifestyle with walking and all of that kind of stuff and getting him to become a more healthy version of himself. I love doing that with people as well. So you can check all of my links in the show description here. I'm happy to support you book that free 60 minute consult call if you'd like and we can dive in and maybe set out a blueprint for you to do the same that I did for Loyal. All right, well, I am going to go get him out, go run some errands, wrap up the day, and hopefully get to bed early tonight. I've been really tired. Today's my rest day. I squatted yesterday, and I woke up this morning, and my body literally just felt like a bag of bricks. (laughs) So I did not get on the Peloton. I taught yoga, but then I came right home and meditated and saunaed and walked loyo and ate breakfast and then went right to work. So I did not exercise, and I'm looking forward to a restful evening more of that resting too, so that I can get back at training over the next couple days and feel great. All right. Well, those are all my updates. (laughs) Have a great night, everyone. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.